Hello, my friends. Please enjoy today's episode. Everyone is welcome here as long as you don't mind curse words and sarcasm. I hope you stick around to join in the conversation on CeCe's Pod. episode is sponsored by oh sorry hang on what was that oh target dropped out at the very last second okay um today's episode is sponsored by me again um it seems we don't have an actual sponsor so send me all the support you can (laughs) this is a trigger warning today's episode will involve me talking about myself suicide murder abortions If you are uncomfortable with any of that, I completely understand if you skip this episode. All I ask is that you let somebody else listen to it on your behalf so I still get that listen. Thanks. Hello. Yes, I'm finally back. Listen, I keep lying to you people and saying that I'm going to record more. And then what do I do? Not that. So I don't know why you keep believing me. That's a you problem. Anyways, I'm back. I actually just recorded a news segment. I don't know what it's called. For the business that me and my husband own, we're going to be on the local news and I'm not excited about it. Part of why I'm doing a podcast is because I don't want people to look at me whilst I'm talking. So that was awkward and I'm sure it will come across that way on the TV. Uh, Just a couple updates. So there is apparently a serial killer in Stockton, California. He has attacked seven people and six of them died. The six that died were all males and the one that didn't was a female and they think that one was not an intended attack. It seems that his demographic is males. Um, Nobody has gotten a good look at this man. They think he works during the day and is committing these crimes at night. So I don't know when the fuck he sleeps. He should just go to sleep forever. How about that? Hot take. I started watching the Drew Barrymore show on and off recently, and I found her because of the Jeanette McCurdy book. She interviewed her. And my God, is there a nicer person in the world than Drew Barrymore? I feel like because she went through so much shit when she was little, she appreciates life so much more than the rest of us. And she shows it. She's emotional. She's happy. She lets people know how she feels and she shows them how much they mean to her and I just think she's amazing uh she also it seems stopped aging so that's awesome so we're gonna talk politics a little bit today I don't know why it just seems to keep coming up in my life so I was like must be a sign let's let's do it I've been Almost trying to put this off a little bit because I don't enjoy giving my real take on politics because of how strong other people's takes are. And I don't want that to be a reason for me to hold back. I think that I am a pretty good balance. I mean, obviously I'm biased, but I think that I'm a pretty good balance between Democrat, Republican. I actually was just in the car with one of our employees and he is a conservative. He's also, he's very passionate about the things that he 
finds important when it comes to politics. One of the most important things to me is abortion rights. Um, as my older sister Chell says, they're not pro-life, they're pro-birth, which I 100% agree with. It seems that most people who want to ban abortions only care about the fact that you have the baby and then once you have that baby, then what is the question? So all these people, number one, all these people who are pro-birth, each one of you better have a fucking adopted kid at home and taking care of them or at least fostering them. And you think there's not pedophiles adopting children or fostering them? You don't know what kind of situation these kids are being put into. So they could end up being molested, depressed, committing suicide. So you'd rather just have that human be born so that they can potentially go through a very, very rough time in their lives. No, it doesn't always end that way. But I'm saying you're saving the life of somebody who may have not had the fortune of being with a family that actually loves them and takes care of them. Okay, so yes, that's not always the case. This employee that I was just speaking with, actually, he said he was adopted. I feel like he's a genuinely good person. You know, thank God his his mom didn't have an abortion. However, I know people who have had abortions, they don't regret them. They weren't ready for a child and they wouldn't want to add to the foster care system that we have a broken system. Let's just keep feeding into it. If every woman that wanted to have an abortion was made to have the baby, I don't think we have the resources to take care of that many children put up for adoption because of mothers who are not financially ready to take care of a person, mentally prepared to take care of a person. Because what if uh, a 13-year-old has sex with another 13-year-old and it's consent, okay? So we're not looking at rape or incest in this situation. That doesn't mean that that kid is ready to birth a human. And then they say, oh, we'll just have it and put it up for adoption. You're act These people are acting like your body goes through nothing when you go through labor and pregnancy. Not a big deal. Talk about an abortion being traumatizing. It's much more traumatizing to go through labor or a C-section or pregnancy in general. For a lot of women, pregnancy is the hardest thing we'll ever do. And can you imagine not wanting that baby to begin with and now you have to go through all of that <laughs> i just took a quick break <laughs> because i was so annoyed okay so where were we abortions so part of the problem i'm having as well is it's a lot of men making decisions on women's bodies it's a lot it's a lot of religious people making decisions about women's bodies I don't understand why there is no intrusion on men's bodies by the government in this way. And why is my body a topic that they get to decide on what I do with it? Could you even imagine if men had to go through something like this? How did this even become a political issue? It should not be. This is a procedure that if a woman wants to have it, she can have it. And unless the person saying, oh my God, I'm pissed off again. Fuck. Whew. Okay, I'm back. Oh, this is a rough one. And there's not, any, not even anybody here fighting me on this. I'm just talking to myself. Let's try this again. So I did want to talk about how this traumatizes people. I have seen conservatives saying 
that it's traumatizing for people to have an abortion, which I'm not saying it's not. That is part of your reasoning for that person to not get an abortion because carrying a baby that you do not want for nine fucking months, that's way less traumatizing. God forbid they need, I'm not religious, so I, I can say whatever the fuck I want about God. Sky daddy. God forbid they have to have an emergency C-section or an um, whatever emergency. You can die during labor too, so uh, their lives don't matter. I, I think I might have brought this up on another podcast, but women are not aborting ectopic pregnancies because of their religion, because they believe that that's murder. They're murdering their baby, so they both die. Does that not seem insane? It does. The answer is it does because it is. I saw a man in the news, a white male. He was Republican. He also stated that he doesn't think the vaccine should be mandatory at work. So this is a little while ago, actually. And it's just been festering. I just thought it was so ironic. He said, "My, it's my body. I shouldn't have to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So if somebody forced you to get that vaccine every day for nine months, how would that make you feel? Then you get to push a watermelon out of your penis hole. How would that make you feel? I've watched some videos recently of debates between um, people who believe that you should have the right to an abortion versus not. And it felt very much so like the pro-birther was trying to get the pro-abortion person to admit that they're okay with murder, which me and my little sister Carly were just talking about the death penalty. And yes, I am okay with murder. If somebody, let's say we were, she brought up a serial killer. So if somebody murdered multiple people and we got them off the streets, now I have to pay via my taxes for them to sit in prison for the rest of their lives? No. So yes, I would say in that instance, I would be okay with murder. Not like I want to go around murdering people. I think in extreme situations like that, what are you going to do? Let that person back out on the street? No. So you're just going to feed them and what? Let them live their the rest of their lives in prison? Did they let those people live the rest of their lives? No. They in fact murdered them. So yeah, I'm a little bit an eye for an eye when it comes to stuff like that. I know people who don't agree with my take on abortion. It doesn't make me mad because I think everybody should have their own opinion. It's when the government and religious organizations step in and forces you to do something. Unless you're going to require men to get a vasectomy, I don't think it's fair to put all the burden on the woman. And then to punish a woman who doesn't want to have a child when they did everything they were supposed to do. Not everybody's religious. Not everybody's going to be abstinent. What does that mean? That means that if a condom breaks, if the birth control fails, if, I mean, what are we supposed to do? Have an IUD, a condom, birth control, the cup, whatever that thing is that goes up there. Are we supposed to spend our whole lives trying to make sure that sperm doesn't get to our eggs because that's all that's happening when the male has what responsibility for preventing pregnancy? So they have no responsibility in preventing someone from getting pregnant. Then they don't have to be pregnant for nine months. Then they don't have to deliver a baby. And then 
if they were forced to have the baby and they didn't want to, then they have to go through the adoption process. But what I'm saying is, at what point in this process does it become the male's responsibility? Until they figure out a way to give men some sort of responsibility, they need to keep abortion legal. I'm not saying every man is like this because there are men who either know they don't want kids, they get a vasectomy, they provide the condom, whatever they can do. And that's great. But that is not common. That is not the majority. And we need to make it so that men are taking responsibility so less abortions are required. Just because I want abortions to be legal and available to every woman doesn't mean I want people to get an abortion because that is not an ideal situation. It's never fun to get a procedure. These women might feel guilt and shame, which are things that they should not be feeling after this. I love my gyno and I leave there feeling somewhat violated every time I get a pap smear because it's not an easy thing. The amount of pressure that's put on the woman is fucking ridiculous. I think the least men can do is take the responsibility of preventing pregnancy. And I think the government needs to make abortion legal, birth control accessible, and teach people about safe sex. So something I've thought about recently, and I sort of want to see if this is something that anybody else has talked about before. And if so, I'm going to need some proof. I need a video recording with a date and timestamp. Otherwise, I don't believe it, and I'm the one who came up with it, and that's it. End of story. Religious people on the far right seem to want to get rid of abortion completely, so there's no reason good enough for a woman to abort. And to that, I say, moose caca. These people are saying that they, you know, the, the fetus doesn't have a voice. We need to be that voice for them. Somebody has to protect them. In the process of giving the fetus all of that decision-making power, they've stripped women of what little power we do have and that we had to fight for. The fetus can't drink, smoke, or vote, but they can decide on whether or not a woman has a freaking surgery. I know what you're thinking. I'm a genius. You want me to run for presidency? Classic you. You always... <laughs> Listen, people, don't listen to my show. I know, I know, you, shock. Uh, my kid, I can't even get my kids to listen to me. You think the all of America is gonna listen to me? <laughs> nice try, not gonna happen. But thanks for asking. I also wanted to mention I don't hate men or anything. I feel like it might have came across that way, but that is not how I meant it. Like, there's two people to make a baby, so why does a hundred percent of the responsibility fall on women? Uh, I just think that's very strange. We wouldn't get pregnant without sperm. Well, I appreciate the time you took to listen to me. I hope you come back for my next episode whenever the hell that is. You're so inconsistent. Like, you don't even listen to me regularly. You just listen to me when I post, and that's fucking rude. Okay, one last thing. I keep thinking of something else after I conclude the episode. What if politicians were told, let's say they got a cancer diagnosis, and they were told, listen, it's up to the cancer what happens from here on out. So the cancer will decide whether you live or die. There's nothing we can do. So, um, you know, hopefully you live comfortably uh, on your last days on Earth. Um, or you could live. You know, we'll, we'll see. We can't remove it, though. That's for sure. <laughs> Definitely can't take it out. That would involve a surgery we know how to do. And we don't, we can't do that. Definitely not.
All right. Thank you so much for spending time with me. If you feel so inclined, please consider joining my Patreon. No pressure though. I mean, I wouldn't join. So my goal is to start putting out new episodes one to two times a week. I hope you have a great rest of your day and please come hang out with me again soon.